What's up everyone and welcome to the house. My name is Caleb Confusioni and alongside me today, as always, are my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Caleb Prozy and Mr. Naaman Smith. Today we've got championship weekend of the National Football League to dive into in a preview of the Super Bowl upcoming uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've also got a fun game to kick off our episode. I'm going to kick things over to Caleb Prozy to give you a rundown of episode, is this 20? 21, dude. 21. Yeah. We're 21. Late. We're, we can drink now. Hey. We can, you're right. But to give you guys a rundown of episode 21, yeah, like Caleb said, deep dive in the championship round. We'll see and break down those games and what it's going to look like ahead as we have a week off from the NFL before we hit the Super Bowl in Arizona on February 12th. Also, there's some notable coaching hires in the NFL, some coaching and player rumors surrounding the NFL. And lastly, the NBA referee drama. There's been some accusations made about the poor mm. calls and poor play calling or foul calling in the NBA. A lot of players have spoken out about it, especially on the Lakers. And it's caused a lot of friction between the players and referees, which there's always been friction, but we'll dive deeper into that later on. I will kick it over to Naaman Smith so we can do our draft for episode 21. Yeah, yeah. So in the past few weeks, we've been asking a question of the week. This week, we're going to change it up and we're going to do a draft. And it's going to be a question not just specifically exclusive to sports. It could incorporate business, anything you want. Now, what is, and we're each going to get three picks, and so there'll be nine picks total. And the question is, or the topic is, the greatest rivalries of all time. Uh, who would like to start? Do you want me to start? Yeah, you got it. You got it. It's pretty easy for me, like, just off the bat. Uh, I'm going to go not sports. I'm going to go Coke versus Pepsi. That's a good one. I think that's just the number one most glaring choice. Like, you got to pick them. Like, can't miss prospect. You know what I mean? Like, okay. they've been go- button heads for years, and they'll always butt heads. That's true. It's like... And also, it's very, again, it's very 50-50. Yeah. Like, some people are very Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. Yeah, so. A lot of people, like, won't go to certain restaurants because they have Pepsi products or because they have Coke products because they're so loyal to that one side. True. Mm-hmm. And it has caused, yeah, a lot of friction. And Gatorade. Gatorade is Pepsi. Most mm-hmm. people don't Gatorade know. And is. also, if you like Frito-Lays or any of the, lay, free, the, the chips in the Frito-Lay category, it's owned by Pepsi. Awesome. Yeah. That's why, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is a fun little fact that Naaman and I learned in one of our marketing classes, is uh, Florida State is a Coca-Cola brand school. Yes. And we always have Coca-Cola trucks. Powerade is our sponsor because it is Coca-Cola's electrolyte drink. Yeah, because Gatorade is disgusting. Gatorade is for (laughs) gross gators, and that's Mm. not us. But you will see Pepsi trucks around campus, and like Naaman said, that's because of the Frito-Lay chips, not anything of the drink category. Facts. So it can't be, actually. I'll take the second pick um, for this draft. I'm going to go Marvel and DC. Ooh. That's what I'm going to do. I know I I love Marvel more, but I do know that a lot of people love their DC heroes, and there is just a lot of back and forth between the two. Mm. Yeah. Ah, good pick. I think if now's the time for uh, DC to overthrow Marvel... Or I think if there's any time for DC to overthrow Marvel, it's, it's right, right now. now. Yeah. Because yeah. Marvel is, I think most people agree, steadily declining. Also, Marvel fans are missing Robert Downey Jr. bad. That is like, there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes. Let's hope Ant-Man Quantumania, that comes out February 17th, kind of carries that in this new phase. I love Paul Rudd and I love Ant-Man. Hashtag not sponsored by Ant-Man. Not but. sponsored by Ant-Man. <laughs> 
Uh, for mine, I'm going to go kind of sports, kind of business, kind of overlapping the two worlds. I'm going to go Nike versus Adidas. Good pick. Uh, that's one that a lot of people seem to struggle with. I've like kind of been on both teams growing up. Like Adidas is really famous for their soccer stuff, and I played mm-hmm. soccer growing up. But unfortunately, the two pairs of Adidas cleats that I purchased, super excited about, both ended up like tearing within the first few months I had them. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone has that experience. They're no. quality cleats, but they just, I don't know, for me, they just didn't work out. So I wore a lot of Nike cleats, but mm. Adidas, like, sweats are obviously super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You kind of pick your poison there, but it's that's my pick. And then you got the fourth one, too. Start the second oh. round. Shoot, I haven't even been... Uh, okay, I actually, I, th- I thought... I don't know how good this one is. I'm going to go French fries versus tater tots. Okay. Classic battle for, like, a side to your hamburger, right? Not all places offer tater tots necessarily, but if a place does offer tots as a sub for fries, usually I'm going to go with tater tots. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just think they're... It's like, oh, crap, this place has tots. Like, let's switch things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey. that, that's, that would be my, uh, my second rivalry. Hey, respect. Yeah, I can't uh, go wrong with that. Another rivalry, since I have the next pick in the snake draft... I'm going to go Walmart versus Target. Good pick. Good I think pick. that, true, that true. both places have a lot to provide. I personally like Target more, mm. but if I'm in the need for like some cheap, quick stuff, mm-hmm. my first instinct is Walmart. So they both serve their purpose. And if you're a business person, Walmart is great stock to have. Mm. It's yeah, often true. like one of the biggest corporate partners that people have because Walmart's just great. Like as far as market share goes, they're very high up in that big brand of store mm, yeah 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 fair um oh this is gonna be tough um for the last pick of the second round i'm gonna go apple versus android good. Good, one. good one um it's just a yeah it's like which one which side do you pick are you gonna be a blue bubble team or are you gonna be ugly green bubble team <laughs> like android definitely has a better processor and has the better phone but it's just Apple is just more customizable and it's just a more friendly user interface. So I'm a big Apple guy. Um, But hey, in middle school, I was an Android guy and yeah, that was a big mistake. But um, so we're now into the third round. This is gonna be hard. Okay, Uh, I'm gonna go sports related just because someone's gotta do it. I'm gonna go Boston Red Sox versus New York Yankees. Come on, that's just an all time rivalry going back hundreds of years. Um, just yeah, I, I almost went like historic, like Rome versus Greece, or like you know England versus France. But I'm gonna go Red Sox versus Yankees. People hate each other in that rivalry. They they, they throw ready. batteries at like yeah. they used to throw like dead batteries. Yeah. My grandpa would tell me at like in the in Yankee Stadium at the Red Sox players. Yeah, like, that's how much they hated. The no, that's clear with just the slightest word. Like, yeah. yeah, every word is fighting words, and it's it's a great rivalry to watch growing up, and it's amazing to see how much respect. Like David Ortiz and Alan Rodriguez have for each other now, whereas like they were on the same field, they would have killed each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, for my last pick in the best rivalries draft, I'm gonna go New York versus Chicago pizza. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. Everyone always argues what's the best kind of pizza. Is it deep dish or is it flat? Yeah. And then, and I, I personally. Love a good deep dish. You know, thin crust pizza, no thank you, Chicago. But <laughs> I love New York style. When I went, I've been to New York, never been to Chicago, but I've had both styles of pizza. Yeah. And it's hard for me to really pick one, but they're both great. But I think, I'm still mulling it over as I speak. <laughs> I really don't know which one I like better, but yeah, that is a big 
rivalry. It in is the pizza world in the food world. Yeah, just the food yeah, world yeah, in food general. general. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Definitely. Um, I'm between a couple I have, but I'm gonna go with this one because I think it's uh, it's pretty competitive. Starbucks and Dunkin'. Ooh, I think a that's lot a of people. One. I feel like I was on the Starbucks train for a while because I would go to Dunkin' and I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. Like, they just dump, like, a bag of sugar in every cup of coffee. But, for whatever reason, the Busy Bee Dunkin' Donuts is on yeah, I-10 yeah, awesome. has incredible coffee. I don't know what they're doing back there. I don't know if they put, like, crack in it. I don't know what's going on. What if the they use Starbucks Busy coffee? Yeah, well, if that could be the their case, secret. Then, then this is, I mean, Dunkin' Donuts is adapting to become more of they like are. Starbucks. They are, and it's I'll like, tell you, their app has way. I'm a big like food rewards app. They guy. they took the donuts off their title. It's just Dunkin' now. They have oh, yeah. they have way better deals on the app than Starbucks. So Starbucks is like spend yeah. like forty dollars and get like an extra shot of like cream in your coffee. It's like <laughs> no, you get those rewards from Dunkin' all yeah. the yeah. time. So yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. So there are a few rivalries in sports that I just want to highlight that we didn't say. So we're, we're sorry if, like, again, if anyone got upset at this. But <laughs> Arnold Palmer versus Jack Nicholas, mm-hmm. a great all time. Nadal versus Federer, yeah. a great all time. Yeah, Duke versus UNC, yeah. UF versus, and then all the college Matty football. Ice. Rivalries. Sorry. No, <laughs> hey, hey, no, you're good. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama, I UF, think, FSU. I think a part of me wanted to stay away from the sport just because we talk yeah. about sports all the time. Yeah. Which I respect yeah. your Yankees-Red Sox rivalry. That was, yeah. I was going to pick that until yeah. you said something. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, like, give give some love to our non-sport fans who support yeah. the podcast. True. I, true. I was thinking, like, as far as the NFL goes, I was thinking Green Bay and uh, Chicago, Chicago would yeah. probably be – Mm. That would probably be the biggest rivalry I could think of in the NFL. I mean, Florida, Florida State, um, we could think about that, too. That's a yeah. solid Yeah, yeah, rivalry. for collegiate, yeah. Um, even Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. Yeah, and then are there any historic ones? Like just – well, I mean, we could talk about, like – I mean, this is kind of cool. I heard this, like the LeBron-KD kind of rivalry, quote-unquote. Mm. We saw – there was a stat that yeah. just popped up because they just played – the Nets and Lakers just played, and they haven't met on the court in their past 11 meetings. Either wow. one or both of them have, has always been injured. And they haven't <laughs> played against each other since like Christmas Day of 2018 or something like that. Interesting. So is it, I mean, it, everyone always says it's like, is it LeBron or KD? But it's not much of a rivalry if these two guys don't play each other. True. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair. Good point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good try. Yeah, that was a good draft. That was a good uh, one. I like that. Should we put it on the Instagram? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. We'll make a post about it and have a poll and you guys can vote on it. I know how you guys... Love those polls. So, <laughs> moving forward into the what's happening section of this podcast, we're like we said, the Super Bowl is set. We know that we're going to see some Eagles versus Chiefs action, some couple yep. of one seeds battling it out in Arizona. Mm. Um, what to look forward to? Well, can't wait to rehash that as well. Um, Sean Payton, there's a pretty big hire going on with his career, his oh, coming yeah. out of retirement. We'll dissect that as well. And yeah, like I said earlier in the rundown, the referees of the NBA have gotten out of hand. Just the poor calling, just the absolute obliviousness to fouls is just, it's really irritating a lot of not only players, but coaches and then upper like GMs. They're just not happy with it. Yeah. yeah. So to rehash the NFL, uh, does anyone want to start by giving a rundown of that Philly versus 49ers game? 
Yeah, I can. Yeah, so uh, the game was pretty hyped up because it was going to be a, a battle of the 49ers' amazing elite defense mm-hmm. versus the number one offense in the entire NFL throughout the entire season. And it kind of lived up to the hype for the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think there were two main turning points in it, which were um, there was a fourth down play. The Eagles threw it up 20 yards. Down, it was like fourth and six. And the Eagles threw a 20-yard pass. And Devontae Smith caught it and went to the ground. And it looked like a catch. It looked like a phenomenal catch. Mm-hmm. And then they quickly hurried up to the line. So as a fan, you see that and you're like, hmm, maybe you didn't catch it. But the 49ers didn't challenge, and the Eagles got the playoff. And then later, like I f- think a few minutes later, they showed a replay, and it was he didn't yeah, catch it. It hit the ground. It hit the ground. That would have been a crucial turnover early in the game. 49ers would have got the ball at midfield. And then the 49ers, they only had two start, like two QBs on their roster that were still healthy, and both of them got hurt throughout the game. It's a shame. Brock Very Curry sad. hurt his – he actually tore his UCL, Caleb. Yeah. Me, we later found out. Mm-hmm. And that's such a shame for such a promising rookie season for him yeah. to go eight zero in his first eight games and make yeah. it all the way to the NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you know it's it's honestly it's sucky timing because of it being in the NFC Championship game, obviously. But it's also good timing in the sense that he has six months. He has an entire off season to prepare and get ready for no. next year and miss you know zero time in the twenty twenty three season. So. I think that's a there's you know a little bit of a you know there's a little bit of bright there but I mean obviously getting hurt in that you know, a game of that magnitude sucks and it you know then they had to put in Josh Johnson who he, yeah. just didn't you know I mean he's a fourth string quarterback what more do you expect exactly but, yeah. yeah but he's for him a, to get injured and have Christian McCaffrey go in as their emergency QB was wild yeah they were making their running back try to throw passes which is just like oh it yeah. was brutal to watch and if those don't know the score of the game it ended up thirty one to seven so it, it would have been a pretty close game if Brock Purdy stayed healthy I but think that Philly defense but, was also just very good they're like, very yeah, good I'm afraid of that D-line. Yeah. And it's so, yeah. There so are the key... Three, uh, sorry, three uh, X four to state Seminoles that play you know, for the defensive Who's line. the one that's like... Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat. He's like the notable guy. Yeah. He is a force to be reckoned with. That man has really made a case for himself on the Eagles. Um, one thing of note as well, Gardner Minshew will be going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on. I, I know that a lot of people could care less or couldn't care less, mm-hmm. but I was very happy to see the Eagles go because if Gardner wins a ring, then that'll be back-to-back years that Jags quarterbacks, or that we've sent two in the last three years that we've sent former Jags quarterbacks to the Super Bowl with Blaine Gabbert being on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Also, Trevor Lawrence and Jamal Agnew, two Jaguars players, were just taken up into the Pro Bowl. So yeah. they'll be both in the Pro Bowl or the Pro Bowl games, which is exciting to see from the Jaguars organization. I'd like to point out one thing, though. I feel like this is intriguing. So the Eagles, right? There were two plays that the Eagles did that knocked out the two uh, quarterbacks on the 49ers. They were both made by players that were not on the Eagles roster last year. They were free agent pickups. One was Hassan Reddick, and the other was Nadonki Kong Sue. Both of them were yeah. picked up in the offseason. Huge pickups. The fact that Adamakong Su is on that roster still kind of just amazes me. Yeah. Like, that was that was one heck of a pickup for them. Yeah. To beef up a defensive line, and I mean, just a defense in general that's that talented, and then to add a vet like him who's, I mean, granted, he's a little bit older now, but he's still got it. Like, when, mm-hmm. when he's got a good surrounding cast around him like he does in Philly, like, that dude can, I mean, that dude can play. 
he's mean, he's aggressive, and he is big and fast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it's, his it's, kid, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to watch him. His hit gave Johnson a concussion. Yeah. It yeah. literally changed the game. Like at that moment, the game was over because the 49ers didn't have a QB left. It was a pretty. Yeah, I would say pretty underwhelming, especially on the 49ers side. I mean, it was what we expected from the Eagles to yeah. come out and start shooting. And then uh, the other game was yeah. really close. The other game yeah. was... It was boring in the beginning, honestly. It was. It was, it was, a, lot, just it was very, a lot of like, field goals. A lot of field goals, a <laughs> yeah. lot of like just like missed opportunities by both teams. Mm-hmm. And then just Joe Burrow was starting to have a flame being lit and just with defensive errors just did not go their way on like Joe Joe was doing all he could on offense. Yeah. I think yeah, he had a couple interceptions, but I mean when you're playing from behind you gotta make those risky throws. And those some of those picks were just tip drills. Yeah. So really what are you gonna do about that? Um but it was that one play I'm blanking on the play. I know he's number fifty eight on the Bengals, but the Chiefs are marching down oh. tied twenty twenty at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a minute left, maybe less. And um Patrick Mahomes said, oh, you know what? My bum ankle really doesn't bother me because I'm faking this injury. And he's going <laughs> to run and get the first down. He steps one foot out of bounds. Boom. Late hit. Pushes the guy. They get 15 more yards to get in, in field, field goal range. Yep. And, of course, Harrison Butker, who is a great kicker, knocks it right down the middle, wins the game 23-20 to send the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. In yeah. um, his Oh, Joseph Osai is the player who – had the late hit on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And it's just and like he it, was crying yeah. after he knew also he had a phenomenal game. He had two quarterback hits. I think he had like five or eight tackles in the game. Mm-hmm. He had a really good game. Yeah. And then just that one moment at the end. And Sean Payton went on to Cowherd yesterday and brought up what the great Bill Parcells used to say. And I didn't really like that Sean Payton brought this up, but he said Bill Parcells used to say uh, stupid players make stupid mistakes late in the game. So that that's just what he had to say. He's yeah. just like you gotta you gotta either teach your players that like hey you walk them out of bounds, especially when there's less than like a minute left. Yeah. Like if you do that in the first quarter, it's not that crazy. But I mean, fourth quarter, yeah, you just gotta be smart in those situations because those are the plays that, yeah. like, as we see, make or break the game. And I mean, if this game goes into overtime. There's no telling. Yeah, that. you don't know. You have I mean, no idea. And there's there's no guarantee. I don't think there's necessarily a guarantee either that if that late hit doesn't happen, that the Chiefs don't win it in regulation. Like they still could kick a really deep field goal or yeah, pick up a couple yeah. more yards. And like it's still possible. But obviously, if that hit doesn't happen, there's a much greater probability that that game gets taken into overtime. Joey B was like you said on fire. He was doing like, at the end, towards the end, end, of, the end of the game. He was doing all he could. And yeah, I mean, he was really doing everything for that offense. There was, I think, he was the leading rusher too. Mm-hmm. P. Ryan and Joe Mixon both had less rushing yards than Joe Burrow. He was moving. That so guy he was had the elusive team on his back, dude. Which is like all you know. It's just a lot annoying. Of respect for that. It's just annoying because it's like the Chiefs always find a way, and it's like they find themselves in situations where yeah, they probably shouldn't have won. Like, they got outplayed at many times during their games. You could say, I mean, unbiasedly, you could say the same about the Jaguar game. The Jaguar game was decided on the Jaguars' mistakes, not the Chiefs' success. And that's the thing. I mean, the Chiefs, they don't make very many mistakes, right? They, they don't. They, don't, they, they, don't they capitalize on other people's, which they, is good. Yeah. They, shoot, they don't shoot themselves in the foot, and they have tons of weapons to score lots of points when they have to, mm-hmm. and their defense can hang in there. I mean, I... 
I think it's going to be a really, really good game against Philly because Philly's obviously an, ext- an extremely talented team, too, with a defense that might be able to finally s- slow Patrick Mahomes down. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, just, I I just – I don't like the way – and, yeah, you got to have an edge when you're a player, but just Travis Kelsey, he was a little, like – just kind of, I wouldn't say rude because you got to have that competitive edge. But I mean, yeah. he called the Cincinnati marriage a brony, and literally was like just running his mouth the whole time. Well, they were they were calling Arrowhead Burrowhead Stadium going. Yeah, in. they, they were like there was both sides, but like you can yeah. you can just settle the beef with like, hey, I won. Like this, like you should. You, it's been settled. Like yeah. you're you don't have to run your mouth. And I, like, yeah, that just comes from like a play. I don't know, but I think a lot of that from the Chiefs is just them constantly hearing how people don't want to see them. Anymore, like people yeah. don't want They're to the see the Patriots. Win. They're the new Patriots because right. Patrick Mahomes, in his five years as a starter, has gone to the AFC Championship and or the Super Bowl all five times. Yep, and so. I, I think they're just kind of in mindset now, like, look, deal with it. Like we are those guys, yeah. you know, and you know, fans, they can they can work with whatever they've it. got. You and lose Tyreek, you gain Pinchero. Uh, is it Isaac? Yeah, Pinchero and Jarek Pacheco and Jarek <laughs> McKinnon. Those two guys in your backfield, not mm-hmm. to mention adding Kadarius Tony, Juju, Juju Smith, Schuster, mm-hmm. having these guys, and like and they lost Tyron Matthew in the backfield. Yeah, too. and some of them, some of those guys, even some of Patrick Mahomes' weapons were injured. Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes was working with backups yep. and still found his way to the Super Bowl. That's so, a credit to Andy Reid. But is. I do want to shout out the Eagles for a second. I've been listening to Cowherd for the past two days because I love the show, and they've been really harping on the Eagles. And I just want to re- repeat what he's been saying. Where like the Eagles are a team where they don't just have a coach and they don't have a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And like that's their dynasty. Yeah. The Eagles are a team that it's just a well organized franchise and they go through so many quarterbacks and they go through good coaches as well, but they, they figure out when the time has come and they move on. And like fan like fans go crazy because they're like, No way, you just let go of Andy Reid? No way, you just let go of Doug Peterson who won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? What are you guys doing? But they continue to make very good, smart decisions. They let go of Carson Wentz. They let go of Mike Vick. They let go of a lot of these really great players and coaches, but they continue to be successful. So credit to them. Uh, Again, there's many teams that have tried to do something like that and have failed. Uh, The Cowboys are one. Again, there's many others, too. The Bears are one. The Bears used to be really good. But uh, that'll cover our NFL coverage. Oh, yeah. You guys if you guys want to talk about the uh, Sean Payton dilemma. Yes. I know dilemma. Was, not dilemma, but the news, <laughs> I would say uh, the, the news breaking. Yeah. The I'll, big news in Sean Payton's life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bittersweet for me. Just Should we announce like, to the podcast what it is? Yeah, Caleb, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so, so Sean Payton is, per Adam Schefter, going to the Denver Broncos, and the Broncos are giving the Saints a first and second round pick. Which is huge for New Orleans because we didn't have a first round pick until now. And, and they I, owe New Orleans stuff. They well, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, they had to get his rights. They had to get. Sean oh Payton's really? Rights. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was because he retired, to but to come out of retirement, you have to get him. That's pretty cool for you guys, then. Yeah, That's so we're getting the first and a second, which I'm happy about. I mean, the first is the 29th overall pick. Just to just throwing it out there. I mean, but look, it's better than nothing. Better yeah. than nothing. It's, yeah. it's something. I wanted. To, I'll take a one and a two when like. Yeah, I wasn't honestly expecting it. I didn't realize that they had. I mean, to you could have Sean Payton could have stayed retired and gotten nothing. Like, yeah, exactly. you could have walked away with what you I already mean, had. Look, we knew he wasn't coming back to New Orleans, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not really upset. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, he's the best of a lesser situation. Yeah, and I mean, he's an outstanding coach, and I, I've been saying it for a while. But Russell Wilson's a quarterback that's very similar to the way Drew Brees played. 
Russell Wilson's also coming off, you know, one of the worst, the worst year of his career. Yeah. So that's that's a lot for Sean Payton to have to go in and fix. I don't think it's a guarantee that suddenly the Broncos just like get things going. Yeah. But I know Sean Payton's my like Sean Payton is number one. He's a risk taker. Yes. Number two, he's an offensive genius. So, and I think those are two things that Denver and, needs right now yeah. to kind of get them, you know, off the floor and finally move. Because Denver has a good so, defense. That they, division they, is yeah. tough. That, that's the thing too. That division, it's a you're really honest, tough division. You're honestly playing for the wild. Card just imagine every year. Just imagine yeah. if you have a guy like Tom Brady go to Oakland. Like those are rumors that are surrounding Tom. Brady. I don't. Yeah. Hey, we'll talk about that in future weeks. Yeah, but, but that's, that's the Sean Payton thing. I, like I've really enjoyed listening to him as a commentator. He's one of the smartest guys yes. I've, I've heard. Yes. And it's sad that we're losing him to coaching. Like I know he'll be a good coach and all that, but now we can't listen to him talk almost every day. He is, he is very good. I do like to listen to his just his brain unfold. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. He he's extremely smart. I mean. Like I said, I mean, in, in most years in New Orleans, we're winning seasons. A lot of years going to the playoffs, you know, he won one ring, which is great. I mean, there was a couple of, like, seven and nine type years. But, like, for the most part, I mean, the dude had yeah. a lot of success. And, like, I mean, I could count on as a fan every year, like, my dude. team at least getting into the playoffs, which is, you know, something now that I feel like I may have taken for granted. <laughs> Can I mention one thing? Real quick. Sorry, one oh, second. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact about that one ring that the Saints have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naaman and I here have both worn and held that the, not only the ring but held the Super Bowl trophy yes and yes. the Saints fan yeah, in the crazy. room yeah. has not done that <laughs> yeah that's wild yeah. Yeah. if only he was part of sports management yeah, that's fine I mean, at FSU I like, I like Matt Drew Brees so. uh, well, you know, that yeah, comes a, that's a close second that's a close second to what we and, and Andy Dalton Andy Dalton. <laughs> I yes. did also meet Andy Dalton. It was not near as uh, cool of an experience, but I did get to meet him. <laughs> I do want to point out a fun fact about Sean Payton. I, on the Colin Coward show, he talked about like how much his like life changes, and yeah. this is for like anyone going through like career changes or anything, and just like trusting the process. So Sean Payton was born in California, but then when he was like eight years old, moved to Chicago, Illinois, Lit. and thought he was going to live in the mid like that area that cold Big Ten country for the rest of his life, and like he so again he went and played in the NFL for a little bit, and then came back to be the quarterback coach at Illinois and he thought he was set up to be the Big Ten head coach one day and then all of a sudden the Eagles gave him a call and that's where he got started in the NFL. That's pretty cool. Is because mm-hmm. the Eagles gave him a call to be their quarterback coach for two years. Um, so kind of crazy. He thought he was going to live in the Chicago, Michigan area for his entire life at one point. Now he'll be in Denver. Yeah, now he'll be in Denver. Spent a lot of his time in New Orleans. You yeah. never know how life unfolds. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is a big news in the NFL. Obviously, I didn't expect... I mean, I expected Sean Payton to come out of retirement, and there were a couple teams that I had in mind for his landing spot. But yeah, going to Denver, Denver will be... Denver. 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 When he gets there, he's going to have a good time. Uh, but yeah, Russell Wilson and him hopefully will click well. Yeah. I think they will. I think... I mean, just, just looking at the relationship he had with Drew, like, I feel like him and Russ will get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get along very well. And I, like I said, I don't want to say it's going to be an immediate fix... It's like a relationship, right? Like they, they, you know, they like bought Sean Payton coffee at the coffee shop. There's no telling if they're if they're gonna get married, right? Like we don't know yet, so we'll see how we'll see what happens and how everything unfolds. We'll see. We'll see. But, so moving forward, just some some last like news to throw in before we wrap up the episode because we don't have any picks this week for the first time since we started the podcast because yeah. there's no football. 
And uh, <laughs> so we'll have a pick, obviously, next week for the Super Bowl. But this week, no. Uh, the NBA, to give you guys some outside of football news, mm. there have been a lot of dilemmas there. That's the time <laughs> to use that word. Yeah. Where players like LeBron, players like Patrick Beverly have spoken out about how terrible the calling is and how even LeBron James was clearly fouled by Jason Tatum in that yeah. Celtics-Lakers game. Slapped his arm. Slapped his arm. Probably made a sound, too. Well, I'll make it right that. That's I'll what I'll say that like. right there. But <laughs> And nobody said a thing. Yeah. All the officials just turned a blind eye. And it's like, there have been histories of, like, people getting, like, teed up because they're like, are you kidding me? Like, they're getting in the faces of the refs. They're staring down the refs. Like, everybody's had a a call not go their way. True. But to an extent, like, come on. Yeah. Now, it was at the end of regulation. It was tied up. The Lakers need wins badly right now. The Lakers are out of the playoff contention They're down bad. Um, but which is odd because again, LeBron James, he's he's always he should always be in a spot to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But right now they're out of the playoffs if the season ended today. Um, and for those that didn't know, LeBron he kind of got a little mad. He kind of threw a little temper tantrum on the court. He was slamming his hand down on the court when the game ended. He was really mad, like just cursing at the like court. I mean, yeah, just yeah. He's like, and LeBron's. Yeah. I mean, LeBron's been a. We've all known LeBron James to be passionate about the game of basketball but he's never like let his temper get the best of him in that way he's usually like a good guy out of the bad media and like but even this even when he's showing his butt and screaming and cursing like people are still like yeah LeBron like (laughs) you know like no one's like like if Tom Brady does it everyone's like ew Tom gross also the way he did it he didn't do anything that just makes you look at him worse as a person yeah no he He didn't get up in the face of someone he didn't threaten to like hit anybody Again, he took it out on the basketball court. Like, he literally started pounding the basketball yeah, court. Because LeBron James, yeah. whether you love him or hate him, is a good dude. Yeah. Now, do you guys see what... Out on his O-line. Yeah. <laughs> or the tablet. <laughs> or the tablet. Or those poor Microsoft <laughs> service. Whatever. Oh, man. But did you guys see what Patrick Beverly did? He took the camera of yeah. one of the people and showed the ref a, a video or a picture of what they missed. Yeah. And that's a Pat uh, Bev, like, staple. Like, just yeah. to be annoying is his brand. So, of course, he's going to go above and beyond to be just a butt to these refs. <laughs> and show them that they're wrong. Yeah, he's that's his whole spiel as an NBA player. That's why he still has a job. I'm sure the refs knew they were wrong the second LeBron started getting really mad. Like LeBron like, doesn't get mad about bad call. Like, LeBron doesn't get mad if the call was correct, right? LeBron, the refs knew they missed the call. I'm yeah. sure they knew the sec- like five seconds afterwards, but you can't. You know, you can't go back on your call. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was the big breaking news in the NBA. So we have the NBA All-Star Weekends this weekend, the NFL All-Star Weekends this weekend. If any big storylines come out of that, we'll let you guys know next week. Yeah, we'll see how the um, flag football competition goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see what uh, Peyton Manning does with this new and improved Pro Bowl weekend. It'll be, oh, yeah. It'll be entertaining, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know how much yeah. I'm going to love it. But it's a change, and a lot of the NFL players are behind it, so... Yeah, it's football and it'll be on TV, so I'll probably be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to everyone who tuned in for episode 21 of To the House. We obviously this is our one of our favorite parts of the week to get down here and to get on the mic and talk sports with each other. We uh, look forward to seeing you guys next week as we discuss more sports and hopefully prep more for the Super Bowl that will be happening that same week. Again, this is Naaman, Caleb, and Caleb signing off. Woo!